You're listening to Mental Work, your debrief on the day-to-day realities of being a mental health professional. I'm Bron. And I'm Rach. Let's go. Welcome back to Mental Work. I'm Bron. And I'm Rach. Cool. That's how we're starting. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully you are a faithful listener by now. I'm just going to keep on saying it until they become faithful listeners. Yeah. I think that's a good, yeah, hound them into it. That's a good move. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's how it usually works. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are talking about very good and very bad supervision. Yes. Mm. No middle. Both extremes. Yeah. (laughs) I thought both extremes sounded uh, more compelling. Yes. Yes. And we do want to compel you. Yes. It's no, nobody likes on social media if you just talk about the the middle, the the grey nurse. Everybody wants the black and white. Oh, I thought you said grey nurse, like a grey nurse shark. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I find sharks quite interesting. I do too. (laughs) I don't know. Grey nurse, are they those ones that they're quite docile and then at feeding time they mm. can get really like they just go nuts. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, the first word that came into my head was that the grey nurse is inoffensive. So I did think that they were docile but I didn't know that they went nuts at Maybe I'm thinking feeding. of reef sharks. I think I'm thinking of reef sharks. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think grey nurses are just uh, nice all round. Nice, yeah. nice all rounders. Okay, well, write in and let us know if we are wrong, which we most likely are. <laughs> okay, shark chat over. Um, um, supervision, well, eh? Yeah, I think with like supervision, this is why I was interested in doing an episode on it and we'll get into this with our personal experiences. Yeah. But, damn, it's so easy to find shit supervision and finding good supervision is is rare in my personal experience, but... We're expected to have supervision. Yes. Like all mental health workers are, whether that's in your workplace or in training or placement. Yeah. And the whole purpose of supervision is so that they can guide you, train you, help you have better client outcomes. Yes, hopefully. (laughs) Enhance you as a professional and in your personal life and encourage self-care. Wow, <laughs> so many things. Yeah, and I'm maybe starting to get why it can be a bit tricky. <laughs> There's lots of boxes to tick there, isn't there? Don't empathise with them, Rachel. Okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm on the wrong side of the fence. <laughs> Who are you with? <laughs> there is a lot to supervision. Yeah. And it just it just sucks that I guess, yeah, the goal of supervision is to do that, but in practice it seems to be very difficult to find. So I was really sure. interested in talking about why this is, but also, I guess, through some of our personal experiences, some of the warning signs of bad supervision yeah. and of good supervision, because I've had both. I've had really good and I've yes. had really bad. Have you had really good and really bad? Uh, yes, as have I. Yes. Yes, it yeah. seems to be a common yeah. experience. <laughs> and just to be fair, there has been, I think, like one middle supervisor, like in the middle of that, but because they don't The grey nurse. Yeah, the grey nurse <laughs> of supervision. <laughs> The inoffensive greatness. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> the thing about the thing about that is, like, I was looking at a few studies when I was kind of preparing for this, and it's like even systematic reviews have found that mm. really good supervision can reduce the risk of burnout and help people stay longer in their workplaces, while inadequate supervision can lead to stress and burnout and actually be harmful. So on one hand, it can actually enhance you as a professional and personally, and on the other hand, it can be quite harmful. Yeah. So it's really important to make sure that people actually do get good supervision. 
And I think setting up from the start as well, like from those placement experiences, yeah. setting up what students and workers should be expecting from their supervision. Yeah, yeah. And that is, mm. yeah, one of my takeaways where oh, I'm like, right. yeah, okay. I'm like, but I'm like, <laughs> you need to have it in your mind. Like, why are we meeting? Like, yes. wh- what is this for? Yeah. Yeah, because I think often it can just be a tick box approach, can't yes, it? Where yes. it's like, okay, oh, well, we've got supervision booked in fortnightly because we have to. Yeah, exactly. But what are we actually doing? And Don't for know. me, it's <laughs> like, you know, if you've got supervision booked in fortnightly, that's like an hour or two of your time. Yeah. You know, you, it's a good you, chunk, isn't it? You want that to be useful, yes. ideally. <laughs> so let's have a talk then about our experiences with supervision. You sure. Ready? Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. So with, I don't even know where to start with this, but it's like, okay, I'll take you through like, I guess, so coming from my perspective as a psychologist and having supervision, Mm. we had to get supervision. First supervisor, inoffensive, they were a great nurse. Yep, that's fine. Second supervisor was for my placement, excellent supervision. Okay. And then it was the majority supervisor while I was getting my hours, so accruing them as a uh, provisional yes. trainee psychologist, that ended up being terrible and really shattering my trust. And from then on, I've it really actually depleted my trust. Like, is that is that trauma? Um, that it fundamentally changed my sounds fun. yeah <laughs> <laughs> my beliefs about myself and other people. I kind of kind of sounds like that. I feel distressed when I think about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds quite bad. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds bad. Uh, and then most recently, I've had an excellent supervision experience as well so it's really kind of like changed the balances but do we want to start with a very good or very bad supervision first oh lucky dip (laughs) okay (laughs) i wish we had a hat i know we don't have the props sorry listeners we don't have the props um how about well let's finish on a good one yes oh okay so how about we start on a bad one then excellent choice yeah do you want to draw a straw so who goes first um are they cheese straws? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I had a really good breakfast today, by the way. Was it a cheese straw? No, it wasn't. But there was cheese straws at the the housewarming I went to yesterday. That's so cool. Yeah. There was actually like a massive charcuterie board. It was like the whole width of the dining table. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it was quite intimidating as well. It made me think I can never invite these people to my house. (laughs) (laughs) These people are too posh for me. (laughs) Uh, I guess you have to maintain that facade now and never show them your house. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too hard. Mm. Yeah. I can do that. No one is welcome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I guess like with... With bad supervision. I mean, let me just kind of draw it out. How did I know it was bad? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is bad, is there a common bad or is it just dependent on each individual? I reckon there is common threads that mm. make supervision bad. And at the time, I didn't know it was bad. I thought it was fine. Okay. So this is, I guess this is how you kind of think of everything. So it's like as a, you know, provisional psychologist going into supervision, there are like a little bit of red flags, I just call them that. Sure. And I was like, mm, is this unusual? But I'm like, oh, this must have been the way that they do it with everyone. Okay. So I, I would dismiss it and kind of like fit my experience into like, no, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're competent. I'm sure they're trained. And you would have that trust. Yes. And then it was yeah. only when they fudged me over that oh, I was like, shit. oh, in hindsight, everything was terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, I mean, I can give you a few examples. So 
the main thing that stands out in my mind as big red flag number one was Mm -hmm. they talked about themselves way too much. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and I'm not talking about like 30-second anecdotes. I'm talking literally I'm sitting there, an anxious wreck, trying to get help, and they'll be taking me through a 15-minute story. (gasps) 15 minutes is too long, bro. It is. (laughs) And and that would be every time. And it'd be impossible for me to escape that anecdote. Like I was expected to sit there, I felt, and then laugh and and nod. Give feedback. Yes. Right. Be receptive to this story. Yes. That's not great. Whereas like I'm sitting there looking at my list of dot points and, you know, quite early the type Mm. of supervision that trainees need is that very specific uh, guidance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that, I mean, everything's kind of new to you, yeah. right? You're navigating this new Literally world. Literally, don't know what you're doing. You need <laughs> yeah. that. You need guidance, reassurance. You need them to be like, okay, here's what you do yeah. step by step. And so I'm sitting there very anxiously and they're taking me through 15-minute things. This is like, you know, hour, hour and a half of supervision. Yeah. And it takes up a significant chunk. So then I was always walking away, another red flag from supervision, not getting the help that I needed. Right. Yes. 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 So if you feel that your list hasn't been checked off, yeah. you feel unfulfilled, mm. don't feel good walking away from that, No, then red flag. And <laughs> remember, like, you are paying, unless this is yeah. in a workplace, you are paying for your list to be unfulfilled. And I suppose that's why you think, that's why you go with it, right? Yes. It's because you think, oh, I'm paying this person X amount of money. They must yes. be good at what they do. Yeah. Like, they have X amount of experience. Mm. You know, it's that whole kind of thing where you know, you don't question authority. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like it could have been helpful if it was, I guess, deliberate use of lived experience like we, we've sure. talked about. And yeah. it could have been helpful if it linked in with mine and it was like kind of here's what I've experienced, here's how I've come through it. But yeah, what are connected. the most – Yeah, <laughs> it, it connected. It could have been helpful. But one of the most difficult things that they did that they shared with me was kind of I was trying to get help around trauma, how to help a patient with trauma. And so they took me through their traumatic experience Oh wow! in, in very specific details. Oh, wow. And I was not ready for that. And I think that lasted about half an hour of the session. Jeez. Yeah. And I still feel like upset when I think about it. Yeah. Like there was no, there, I couldn't imagine any clinical purpose to doing that. Um, they yeah. just seem to enjoy telling it to me. Like, oh, I understand your experiencing some difficulties with a client that has trauma. Let me just pile more trauma on yeah. top of that for yeah. you. And let me um, just exacerbate that yeah. sense of not being able to help. Well, yeah, like it definitely it definitely did that. If that was their aim, it was very effective. It did leave feeling more helpless. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, tick. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. And then other things were they would forget details about about me. So no, that's so basic. It is quite basic. Just like look at the notes beforehand. I know. Yeah. (sighs) They would claim that they were really about feedback and I was like, oh, great. You know, I was really excited. Never asked me for feedback. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh. So there was no opportunity led by them as well to kind of do that. Yeah, okay. The final straw was when they, for about a year, they'd been saying that I could come work in their practice. Oh. And then the week. Is that appropriate as well, though? No. See, that's another red flag, I think. Okay. And so at the time, even at the time, this was like a bit too suspicious for me. I was like, "Uh, you can 
feel free to not do that. You know, I wasn't trying to worm my way into their practice. Yeah, yeah. And I was and I was deliberately saying to them, I was like, it's okay if you don't have space for me. Like, don't feel you have to do this. Like, it's okay. Interesting. And they were like, oh, no, like, I, I don't really understand. Like, were they trying to tell me, like, I know, were they just trying to make themselves seem more helpful? Again, it was that kind Who of disconnection. Knows? Yeah, yeah, but if if you that's right. So if there's that disconnection and you're not getting yeah. what they're putting down, <laughs> then something's amiss. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it might be, but something's amiss. It is. And so anyway, I went along with the plot, and I was like, okay. So we kind of set up. I checked out their rooms. And I was like, okay, like uh, this could work. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then the week before that. I was supposed to start at the clinic, I had booked in five patients. I was really proud of myself, you know, first day of private practice and I'd I'd booked in like a full day for myself. (laughs) And then three days, oh no, maybe it was five. I'll give them a bit of leeway. It was about five days before I was supposed to start my first day. I remember I've got all my patients booked in and they were like, you're not welcome at the practice. We want more experienced clinicians. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so they sent me that by an email. They were aware that I had my clients booked. There's the, wow. There is no like kind of ignorance like that okay. that I didn't know. So this sounds very bad. They, yeah, I, I think it fits into the very bad category. How do we like, so I don't know what it's like in say the world of psychology. Yeah. Like how do you go about finding a supervisor or like what places do you look to get a supervisor yeah and what are kind of I I suppose in retrospect what are maybe some of the signs that were red flags Mm. or or can you just not tell I think you can't because they're supposed (laughs) to be board accredited supervisors right so you know they've gone through these training programs they're supposed to adhere to a standard and so theoretically you should be able to find any supervisor and then it's okay Right, yeah. So the way that you find them in psychology is you go to, I guess, a central website, you email the shit out of everyone, you send out like 100 emails. <laughs> Do um, they, they have like little dating profiles up? Like, <laughs> like, hey, I enjoy like talking about my own trauma. I wish they did. I wish they did have dating profiles. They didn't. It's just kind of like their name and number and like oh, email and like what areas they of specialty? Yeah, no, like, no, not even areas oh. of specialty. It's just which programs they supervise. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, so you don't even know, like you're just going off a name basically. Yeah, I mean you can do background checks and it's like, <laughs> but I did and it's like I Googled them but then crucially, and this is when like I realised in hindsight that everything was fucked, is that <laughs> after they told me that I couldn't come to their practice, I found uh, some reviews of them online and I hadn't oh. seen these reviews and I went through all of these reviews. Yeah. There were multiple and I was like, wow, this is everything I've experienced. Wow. Yeah. So was that validating? It was very validating. Okay. Because all the patients were like, X talks about themselves too much. And I was like, (gasps) fuck yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that was very validating. I don't know how you can mitigate it from the start, but maybe if you can get the the earliness and trust. Do we need to be more picky? Do we need to like. Possibly. Value, I suppose value ourselves going into it yeah it, it, know what we want yeah what we benefit from I think so it's I feel like it's a bit of that I also feel like perhaps if I had told other people exactly what was happening in my supervision sessions uh, maybe then they yeah. could have been like I don't think that's normal so a bit of feedback yeah from speaking of um yeah yeah <laughs> feedback yes <laughs> bit of feedback from peers yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember um, one of my peers sharing like her supervision experience with me and I was like, yeah, that ain't normal, mate. Like they were talking about like extensively looking up patients like on Facebook and stuff. Oh, whoa. And and my friend was like, is that normal? And I'm like, it kind of doesn't sound normal. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. So Rachel, now that I've heard my enlightening story of bad supervision. Yeah, some red flags there. Yeah, some red flags. <laughs> and also, I guess, some ways to move forward in the future, which yeah, is really sure. like, listen to those red flags, get external thoughts about the supervisor. Yes. Do a, do a Google search. Yeah. Yeah. And that peer feedback can be really valuable. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess in terms of social work, like I've never actually had supervision external mm. to my okay, uh, yeah. workplace. Mm. So it is something that I am thinking about doing. So some of these red flags would be quite helpful. <laughs> um, and you can do that in terms of uh, social work. You can look up uh, on the AASW, which is like the member yeah. thing. Um, you can look up, you know, find a supervisor and things like that. And, and do I they have dating profiles? Well, no, I don't think so. I, I looked at it briefly. They have yeah. scant information mm. probably so that they can appeal to the masses. But I... Yeah, it's I, I I don't know if I trust it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um you know it's like if on Tinder someone's bio is like real short. Like, yeah, here for a fun time, not a long time, or yeah. some shit like that. And then <laughs> you're just like, no, bro. <laughs> and do they have pictures? Like, did you see like whether they had? No, pi- yeah, they don't have pictures in the psychology. I, I like was, them to have pictures. Well, I was gonna say like I also like them to have pictures, but a red flag would me would be like if they were really really attractive, which like they should. You know, social workers and psychologists can be very attractive. Like, there's yeah. no, there's no rule against that. Sure, but maybe I just feel like because like dating profiles, and like catfishing and stuff. I'm like, maybe if they're yeah. ridiculously good looking, it can be a bit um, intimidating or distracting. Mm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't had any very good looking supervisors. <laughs> uh, I'll I refrain think. from commenting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess I've had a pretty mixed bag as well. And it has depended on which organization I'm working for. Yeah. But I think what I've found kind of the, I guess the bad experiences have been more where it has been misleading in that sense where they, you go through the induction at the workplace and everything is like puppies and rainbows. It's like, oh, we love feedback. Um, you know, we're so true to our values. Um, look at us living our values and shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're just so about the mission, bro. <laughs> like yeah. everything's, I've said bro a lot in this episode. I don't know. I don't know what was I watching just before this. I must have picked up on something. <laughs> New Zealand show. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Oh, I still think that's the best drink driving ad I've ever seen. That What's New that Zealand one? one, where he's like, um, "I don't want your ghost chips brew." <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best drink driving ad I've ever seen. New Zealand does have excellent ads, like that yeah. porn one. Have you seen the porn one? No. Oh, it's fantastic. I don't think so. Yeah, it's great. Oh, um, good. I'll show you. Okay. Um, but maybe. Maybe don't Google like New Zealand porn or something, but yeah, maybe New Zealand that, porn yeah. ad. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. And like they, <laughs> these porn stars like answer the door naked because this little kid's been looking up porn. And so the porn stars actually come to the front door and they're like, yeah, just wanted to let you know that like little Billy's here like been looking at us and, and you know, and we can't see anything, but the implication is that they, they are very naked. And it's like, I just see. make sure you know what your kid's doing. <laughs> yeah, I love New Zealanders. Yeah. 
It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So where was I? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. where it's very misleading and, you know, it's like we value supervision. Um, you know, if you don't gel well with your supervisor, please let us know. Like it's mm. always good to stand up and like you can request a change if you want to. Guess what? You can't request a change. So is the red flag with them <laughs> saying all this stuff? Because I feel like a commonality between us is that like <laughs> they both said they like feedback and then it's like, <laughs> People that say they like feedback are generally psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I, I mean, I don't wish to generalise, yeah. but I would say I'm 90% correct on that. I can 90% correct <laughs> as well. Like, and when I ask, when I say to my clients that I'm good with feedback, I usually have to follow up and I'm like, no, genuinely, like if yeah. you say something to me, because I have, because, because it's so true. Yes. 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 Yeah. People don't trust it, do they? And no. there's a reason why. Mm. But I think, I, I think to be honest, like the majority of my bad experiences, it hasn't necessarily come down to incompetence as a social worker or mm. you know things like that it's it's more I'd say laziness where supervision is approached as as a real just something we have to do it's a box we have to tick to make sure our asses are covered yes and you've had supervision in quotation marks yeah and it's a tool used to check up on you operationally so where are you at with your KPIs where is you know things at with this case and that case and mm. um it's not really uh, reflective or developmental. <laughs> that is so true. That is so on the money because I've had the same thing at an organisation where there would be like yeah. group supervision, but it was just like checking up on our KPI. So it's just like yeah. our work meeting, but they would yeah. call it group supervision. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, this ain't supervision. <laughs> yes. So I think there's, it can be a bit of a misunderstanding, particularly when you're getting the supervision from within organisations and it is kind of operationally based. Yeah. Then that can be really difficult to sometimes separate because management have things they need to check off. Yes. They have limited time, I guess. So they think supervision is a great place to do that. <laughs> but I, I mean like, and this comes to like one of my takeaway, which is like really agreeing like what is what is supervision? Like yes. clearly they have an idea of supervision. They're like we're going to whack this label on and we're going to like check on your KPIs and stuff. But yeah. for the person in the workplace, it's like, no, I need your support and mentorship. Yeah. And what does that actually look like? Should I tell you about my good experience? Yeah, please do. Because this kind of feeds in well to that because my second placement, I had a really excellent supervisor and she kind of set my expectations quite high, I suppose. <laughs> but she, like, what does that actually look like in practice? And mm. she broke it down into three components okay. like supervision should have three components and all of those components are equally important so one was like one aspect is your professional development so even if something might not be directly related to your current work or your current cases if it's something you're interested an area you're interested in growing or learning more about or something that they can impart their experience on or looking up courses or whatever it might be that's going to work for you. So professional development is one aspect. Second aspect being that operational stuff in that where are your cases at? How are they going? Do you need any? Are you stuck with anything? Do yeah. you, you know, let's workshop what's happening there. Mm. And then the third aspect being that per personal reflection. So that's where you grow, you're looking at your you as a person within the work, mm. what impact are you having on the work and vice versa and how, um, I guess, what are you bringing to it? 
is there anything triggering you? Is there any areas where you need to kind of pare back or grow? So how did you know that that was good supervision for you? I knew that that was good supervision for me. It's a good question. Um, Basically because I wasn't trying to avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great. Um, great, uh, I walked away feeling like I had actually learnt something or taken a step forward in some way because I actually prepared for it because Mm. I went, okay, this is what I want to talk about today and I was actually investing in it somewhat. Mm, That's so true. And it wasn't just like a a tick box thing and I did feel like I was growing. Those are all really good things and those are are how you want to feel. Like those are all really good signs. And it also, that speaks to my experiences as well. Like with my good supervisors, yes, I've wanted to be there. I've prepared. I've come being like, okay, here's the things I want to talk about and I could feel good knowing that they would ask me that I would get yeah. that support um I even with good, good supervision I've had two great supervision experiences yeah. and the first one I would literally like write down questions and I'd be like oh I'm so looking forward to hearing what my supervisor has to say about this yeah definitely not avoiding and approaching approaching yes yeah <laughs> that's great and you know you don't need like I guess scales or checklists or like you know, to mm-hmm. kind of get that sense of those things that are good about supervision. Like you can really trust trust your gut. Yeah, that's the thing and I think it is. It's about and often where we don't think we can trust our gut straight away because we are new Yes, and, um, you know, we don't have that experience yet so we're hesitant to trust our gut. But and also I think coming from a, a bit of a scientific background as well, like the social sciences, yeah. psychology, all that. Yeah you're kind of in a position where you kind of learn, oh, you shouldn't just be doing things on gut instinct. You should be doing things based on evidence. Yeah. But the fact is your what we call our gut instinct yeah. is the culmination of our experience it and is. our knowledge. It is. It's very true. That's a, that's a very uh, poignant way of putting it. Well done. Poignant. I don't even know that's how you... I like that word. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it correctly. No, it is. Oh, it's is right, it? Yeah. I, well, I think so. Thank I mean, again, write in and let us know if we are incorrect about this and everything else. I need to have like Google voice like here so I can tell me because sometimes like I read words and then I never say them out loud and I think poignant Uh, is one of those words that I often read in books but I never say out loud so. Okay see I say everything in loud in my head as I read and it was only recently I realized that not everyone does that. Yeah I don't do that. Yeah. Cool. So I see and read everything like I, I know it's hard to explain. Yeah it sounds like you have like two voices in your head. I have multiple voices in my head. (laughs) That's very interesting. Yes. I also see things. (laughs) Um, So coming back from Rachel's altered reality, um, on the supervision, like, yeah, it's really nice having, it's very validating having that good supervision experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's also good to know that not, not everyone, you know, you aren't going to gel with everyone. No. It's not all going to be a yeah. good experience. And, and I think we do need to, you know, walk the walk in terms of valuing ourselves. Yeah. So if something isn't working for us, then that's okay. Yeah. You know, maybe check in with your peers, things like that. Mm just to see if you're on the right track. Yeah. But it's okay to change as well. I think it's okay to change, yeah. yeah. I've, I've done that as well. Uh, friends raved about a supervisor and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, great, you know, I was like because my trust was low after the terrible sure. one and I was like, great, like I'll go to this one. And then what I realised is 
that supervisor seemed to work for my friends, but but not for me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's sure. all right. That's all right. And it's just like you know, as a psychologist or as a social worker, we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. No. Not everyone's going to. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy our great vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So it is like recognizing that it's okay to not have a good fit. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because you can't. You cannot please everyone. No. Yeah. And, like, if the space is there to give feedback, I'd be happy to do yes. that. But, I don't know, it doesn't seem to be very widely adopted. No, no. So what mm. are the other ways, I guess, what are the other takeaways then if if we're not able to, if that feedback isn't adopted or, you know, we're not able to, I guess, peruse the uh, Tinder profile beforehand yeah. and we don't know yeah. <laughs> what their jam is, what else um, can we do? I would say... Through my experience, and this is how I did it with my PhD supervisors as well, mm. which was um, really coming in knowing exactly what I wanted to get out of that meeting. Sure. So I would pre-email them ahead talking points. So I wouldn't call uh-huh. it an agenda because I just thought that sounded too imposing sort too of thing. Too Yeah, like <laughs> you guys are going to talk about what I want to talk about. Uh, so I'd send them talking points. And I yes. remember them commenting on that. And they're like, ooh, talking points. And I was like, yes. Ooh la la. <laughs> I think that's quite helpful. I would appreciate someone sending me talking points yeah. because I would be like, okay, great. I know what we're talking about yeah. going into it. I can prepare my own mind yeah. space. So if you're not like getting that focus or direction or they're not bringing up that reflective part, I feel like that reflective part you're talking about, like your yes. reactions to patients, is like the thing that gets dropped. That can easily get dropped. Yeah. And I think that was the thing is that all three of those components are equally yeah. as important. I really love that. That's so yeah. good. So like if you want that on your agenda, then send them that frame. frame it like yeah. that. Hey, like yeah. you can put your talking points yeah. under each of those subheadings. Yeah. And <laughs> so you can like manage your supervisor in a way. Yes. And like I've done that and I think it's worked quite well. And I, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's a two-way relationship. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's where I've sometimes gotten frustrated is perhaps because I've expected, I've been run down as a worker and I've expected them to just bring everything to the table ah. and to kind of, you know, I haven't had the energy to. Yeah. Uh, you know, them to be like, oh, yeah. just fix me already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's not really their, <laughs> yeah, their job either. I don't know. I mean, in some like most of the supervision, they might be like it is. Yeah. It is their responsibility, I guess, just to check in and yeah, ensure that you true. are using like self care strategies or that if you have any problems, troubleshooting that with you. Yes. Um. But it is a it is a two way relationship. But sometimes, yeah. like all relationships, sometimes if you're feeling unwell or you need more help, then the other person does yes. like give you an extra hand. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's for, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's a dynamic. It's dynamic. It's a dynamic uh, two-way relationship. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's like my takeaway for moving forward. Like, did you have anything to add? No, I think that's like the key points that we've talked about has really covered it off. Yeah. But I think it's it's finding the right fit for you and it's okay to approach it a little bit like dating. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. a bit of the the old fuck politeness, um, <laughs> which I've, I've really taken on that saying. Yeah, like, and I really like that approach as well because I am, I was part of a supervision study actually. So my oh. last supervisor, I was meeting with them once a month as part of their study. Wow. And then it's a randomized control trial, so like now I have to go into the no supervision group. 
<laughs> so now I'm on the market, like looking for another supervisor now. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure I can ready to go out oh. and date again. Yes. Well, yeah. it can be quite, it can be quite effortful, can't it? Yeah. But I think it's what you're saying about knowing what you want to get out of it yeah. is um, really important. Yeah. And, um, you know, knowing how frequently how frequently it is useful will yes. maybe depend on what kind of job you're doing at the time as oh, well absolutely. and the context yeah so I did ask them my mm. last supervisor I was like I'd love to this supervision can you actually recommend me anyone that's like you or has a similar style yeah, okay so I'm gonna follow that up when I'm ready but wow mm. well best of luck in the dating world thank you <laughs> supervisor thank you. dating world let's see supervisor <laughs> dating oh my god it could be a new reality show it could be oh my god <laughs> Let's call it, let me supervise you. <laughs> and it would be like, um, instead of will you accept this rose, it would be like, will you accept this contract? <laughs> will you accept this non-disclosure statement? <laughs> oh, they gave me a non-disclosure. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, copyright, Brian and Rach. NBA. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we will finish up. Um, yeah. As always. Oh, I did have a, a listener call out for this oh. episode, yes, because I was thinking if anybody wanted to share with us their very bad or very oh, good. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. We want to hear your disaster stories too. Yeah. And your good stories your as good well, stories. please. Thank you. Yeah, like yes. it'd be nice to hear your good stories as well, like yes. just to just to kind of provide some data there that the world isn't hopeless and completely trash. Yes, yes. Let us know about your non-trash humans that you've encountered. Yeah. Yeah, non-trash yes. humans. Non-trash humans. But also oh my God, that could be our new segment, <laughs> non-trash humans. I like that. Okay. But if, if you need to get off your chest, you're trash humans. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you can do that by sending us an email at mentalworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send a voice message there as well or just check us out on the socials. We're on Insta and Facebook. Sure are. Send us a message. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. And I'm going to try out my new sign-off. I was thinking like just peace, so I was going to be like peace. Uh, sure. I mean, look, give it a whirl. <laughs> I'm, I'm already like, I'm never going to do that again. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Do, you, do you have a Do you have a sign off that you want to give a try? Um, see you, brute. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to Mental Work. Check out the show notes on your phone for links to things we talked about on the show, as well as additional resources we think you might find helpful. If you're loving the show and don't want to miss an episode, press subscribe on your podcast listening app. Follow us on the socials at Mental Work Podcast for the latest updates about the podcast and tag us in your thoughts. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous conversations, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, share the show with your colleagues, and consider subscribing to the Patreon to support the show. That's patreon.com slash mentalwork. Finally, what kind of content would you enjoy hearing us talk about? What do you want to know? Get in touch over email at mentalworkpodcast.gmail.com. Catch you later. See you soon.